It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today, we'll be speaking with Carly, Re Carly Rygarn, Assistant Branch Manager for Children's Services at Hartford County Public Library's Bel Air Library. And you practiced that so much, too. I did, and it's not like I don't know her, and I said her first name incorrectly. Sorry, but good morning, and thank you for being here. It's because I'm so cold. Yes. And by the way, our road, we always tell you, our road is, um, it, it's sort of like the Battle of the Bulge after all the bombs hit. It's so true. But today was all broken ice. It was like, you know, the end of the Titanic and Jack's taking like 10 minutes to sink. Yes. All these chunks of ice all over the place. It's totally like, true. If I was in that water, freezing to death, I, I'd do this really slow float down with the, with the violins. I'd be cursing and screaming and shivering. But he was in love with Rose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you've thought about that, like how you would end it differently. Yeah, oh, yeah. I freeze to death or burn to death? I would rather freeze to death. Oh, no. No? Burn immediately. Burn quick. Freeze. Yeah. Really? But it's so long and, I mean, burn is like, boom. But freeze, there could be a hope that you would get rescued. You'd have more time to save okay. yourself. I didn't say you Drowning is one of my worst fears. We were talking about our fears that think that would be a horrible mine is death. being enclosed in a space where i can't move my arms like people would fall in a, a oh yes or in a well or yeah. yeah i i just i'm gonna go home and go to sleep now and read the show <laughs> just thinking about that don't think about it think of wide open fields okay so a few things a little annoying leslie and i do our thing to annoy us bob annoys i, I, I tell yeah, positive yeah, things yeah she talks me off the ledge but we're going to do some other things this morning early, just uh, some philosophical things. Oh, no. Now, let us, um, I like skim milk. Okay. My wife doesn't drink it. Okay. I don't so, we're empty nesters. Okay. So, we have a half gallon of skim milk. She doesn't drink it. Right. So, I drink it out of the carton. Ugh, Bob. I'm with her on this. I'm just saying. So... Going further, I've, I keep Nature Valley granola bars. Okay. Which, is, I'm a stupid consumer. It says Nature Valley on it. So, so I'm assuming <laughs> it doesn't have the 11 billion grams of fat and sugars Sodium. in it. Sodium. <laughs> I keep them in the car. And I was running late this morning. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any bottles of water. Okay. So I took my half gallon of milk. Right. In the car with me. Okay. And my granola bars. And I was drinking the milk and having the granola bars. Now, I left the milk on the floor of the car. And I'm going to put it back in the fridge when I get home because it's 28 degrees out. Right. Anything right. wrong with that? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Did you hear that, Cindy? 
And then she said, but then there's a little crumbs from your... Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> but as okay. long as she's not drinking it. Okay. Secondly, does this bother you? Um, I bought underwear yesterday. Okay. Not, not does that bother you. <laughs> we are going downhill and we've been on air for four minutes <laughs> i would think you'd think it was good that i bought underwear i'm proud of you and so i went on google because i like we could talk about this this is human things boxer briefs okay plus i need there's a little of each of those that are good okay plus cindy hates how the whitey tidies look oh i agree with her but you know so i like tommy hill figure Classic boxer briefs. I searched on Google, and believe it or not, the be the site that had them by far the cheapest was Nordstrom Rack. Cheaper than okay. Amazon, cheaper than okay. Tommy Hilfiger, cheaper than Sears, okay. Macy's. So I went on and I ordered um, a few packs. So later in the day, I'm on the I'm on the phone and I know I'm going to be on a long hold. And I didn't have anything with me to read. I didn't have my work. I was standing outside so i played solitaire okay between games there's advertising mm -hmm. boxer briefs right no like they're like women's silk camisole from nordstrom rack appears as the advertisement now i ordered it on my computer this was on my cell phone interesting they can track it's those cookies does that bother you um, it does. Or are we just inured to it and we figured... Because sometimes I'm looking for stuff that I don't really want my husband to know I'm looking for. <laughs> Big purchases. And then he'll be like, why is this like blah, blah, blah showing up? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, they're saying that... Don't be so... Don't be so thrifty, Leslie. Spend big money. That's what it is saying. That's the message. My okay. husband is very thrifty. <laughs> okay. Uh, another thing. Philosophical. Uh, social sciences. Uh, Starbucks uh, in the news today. They're mm -hmm. closing. Next to Barnes and Noble. Next I saw to Barnes that. and Noble. And um, <coughs> thought it was interesting because you would think that would be a great location for mm -hmm. them. And you know, everyone's wondering. You know, all these tens of thousands of Starbucks opened, and for four dollar coffees. And Dennis Miller even said the seventh sign of Armageddon just occurred yesterday. Starbucks announced they were opening a Starbucks inside another Starbucks. <laughs> but um, so I looked up. I just looked up Starbucks. How many there are? And I saw a news story. Remember last year, Starbucks had that uh, horrible uh, situation where they refused. In Philly. Yes, they yep. refused some some patrons to use the bathroom. Really, not good. Well, Howard Schultz, the chairman, said, okay, we're going to make our bathrooms available to everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, unintended consequences. Now, in New York, you basically cannot get into a bathroom at a Starbucks because anybody who walks in the door, they consider a customer, and a lot of vagrants and homeless people and people with a lot of issues end up they virtually live in there so it just it sort of begs the question do, is it time now to discuss how do we balance <clears throat> compassion with pragmatics and do we start looking at other reasons and other solutions right than a chairman of a company trying to be socially conscious i think right. that was very interesting that is interesting and i have no idea what the answer is and my daughter came home for the holidays, 
she is a musician. Uh, did not bring her fiddle, uh, because, uh, but we love to play guitar and fiddle and sing and everything. So I put out uh, on a Facebook, how, how, who can lend me a fiddle? Cynthia Hergenhan responds, mm -hmm. go to the library. Good job, Cynthia. So I went to Bel Air to the children's area. Um, and they put me in touch with someone. Ten minutes later, we were walking out with a fiddle. And the woman showed me Bean. Oh, good. And my, I'm still sore from trying to step on all those things. Yeah, it's a good workout. Like, you can sweat, especially if you're in work clothes and high shoes. And yep. But how great is this with the library? I mean, it's a violin. It's a, it's a whole thing, a module on learning violin and fiddle. Mm -hmm. And it was, boom, my daughter's violin is in Arkansas, mm -hmm. and 10 minutes later we have one. So hats off HCPL. Oh, thank you. Okay, I'm quite done. That's it? That's all. That's awesome, Bob. It's a but new I year, new year, new Bob. New new underwear. <laughs> new underwear. Has it arrived yet? No. It'll be here soon, but I have before a, the snow. Got plenty of skim milk in the car on the <laughs> way home. <laughs> stuck in traffic. And I apologize for my voice because I'm getting over this cold um, that a, a is making bug. the rounds. I'm yeah. telling you, it is making the rounds. I just knock on wood every morning that I don't get it because I heard it really waylays you. It really stinks. All right, you guys ready for trivia? Sure, let's do that. All right. Carly is a trivia expert. <laughs> no, not quite, I, but I try. You will do great. See how she set you up, Carly? I know. He hates it when I do that. That's why I did it to you. She'll say, oh, Bob, this is an easy one. Thanks, Leslie. <laughs> All right. When was Elvis's first ever concert? What year? I have no idea. 56. Oh, you're so close. A little bit lower. 55. 54. Hmm. Yep. 1954. Elvis Aaron Presley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Scotty Moore and DJ Fontana, who get no credit. They were his drummer and guitarist, and they were an influence. You ask Keith Richards from mm -hmm. the Stones. Mm-hmm. Scotty Moore is one of his biggest influences. Really? Elvis is guitarist. Because the rockabilly Never guitar. Never heard of him. And... That's pretty sad. He had a machine around him, Elvis, mm -hmm. that just insulated him and pushed him. And that's a shame. Some got left in the dust. All right. Such that when they're going to do a postage stamp posthumously for yeah. you, people have to have a vote of whether it's the fat Elvis or the thin Elvis. I know. I know. What a sad life. All right, what type of elephant has the biggest ears? Are you assuming African or Asian? You said the answer. Asian. No, no. African. 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 Yep, yep. Are there you know a third that? kind? I guess. <laughs> well, when she knew Asian was wrong. <laughs> he made it very easy for me. I know, I know. He is a, he is a team player. Is Who there would, a third kind of elephant? I don't know. I don't know much about elephants. Except I was watching a documentary the other day. I was just cruising through TV, and the elephants in zoos and habitats are getting heavy and fat and unhealthy. No. So they've developed this feeder that's up above, and it kind of circles through a track, and they have to walk in circles to make the food come down. No way. So it makes them work for their food. 
and it's helping, it was an experiment in some zoo or habitat, and it helped the elephants stay active and lose some extra pounds. So I'm going to create something like that in my kitchen <laughs> where I have to walk in circles to get my food. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Actually, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, who invented the electric light bulb? It's not a trick question. Thomas Edison. Yes. Now, I think there is some talk that someone else gave him the work that led him to that, but he is listed as the official inventor of the electric light bulb. And when he named the, um, you know, the conductive thread that... <coughs> The, the charge goes through and it makes it glow for yes, the incandescence. Yes. He said, that's the filament. And said, what? what is the technical reason for that? He goes, it just sounds good. <laughs> I love that. He's just human. All right, what's the smallest type of tree in the world? Oh. Is it know. Japanese? It might be. Is it the bonsai? Yes, it is. There we go. Yes, it is. <laughs> <coughs> we ham and egg that one, Carly. <laughs> All right. What activity other than jumping are kangaroos good at? So they jump very well and they do something else very Kick. well. Close. Bo box. Boxing. Box. Yeah. Boxing. So, so um, but they don't they box with their feet? Probably, yeah. Because I think <coughs> they have really short arms. <laughs> That's a, we've learned so much from cartoons. It's true. It's true. What is the hardest rock? Uh, do you mean like, like granite? No, there's Diamond. a harder one. Diamond. Yep. Ah. That's the hardest rock. I okay. How much does a liter of water weigh? Whoa. Science. Whoa. I have no idea. Um, you can use some of these for some of your programs. Oh, I totally can. Yeah. Is it in pounds or kilograms? Kilograms. One kilogram. That's correct. Now, how did you come to that? Because I knew there was a connection with that, unlike our avoirdupois, whatever that's called. What is it called? Uh, uh, like feet and yards. It has nothing, no relation to I know, anything. Nothing goes together. So a kilogram is 2.2 pounds, so a liter, um, I just, fi I figured with the metric, there was, it was a, it was a round number, just like zero, mm -hmm. freezing is zero in centigrade, mm -hmm. not 32 like our system, and mm -hmm. boiling is 100. Right, it makes Not like sense. 212. I'm trying to talk Bob to um, auditioning for Jeopardy. He should. You should, you would do so well. The only thing is I would guess everything. So you end up with a lot of negative numbers. I was reading also the other day about a, someone who was very successful on there, and they only hit their button when they knew the answer. And they won like three rounds, like three days in a row. So you, you might do well. I've tried a few times, but I never was picked. Keep trying. Okay. Where was Marco Polo's hometown? Marco Polo. Venice. Yes. See? You see what I'm saying, you should Carly? Be on That's what I'm saying. You know all the answers. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm reading um Moby Dick. Okay. Rereading it. It's mm -hmm. the best novel I've written. Brilliant, Herman Melville. But it's taking me like six months because mm -hmm. he talks about sailing over the world. So I'll see, oh, we were at 
we passed through past the Cape of Good Hope. Mm-hmm. So then I go, I, hmm. I go to Google, and then I'm thinking, hearing about Vasco da Gama, and then mm-hmm. I end up with Marco Polo. and So that's how I know that. I just read that the other day. Excellent. So you are retaining some of that. So, not, not important stuff. <laughs> That's important. We've got question number eight in today's trivia questionnaire. All right. Who was the main character in Cocktail, in the movie Cocktail? I've never even heard of that movie. Is that the Do one? Do I have to add it to my watch list? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's some vapid Tom Cruise yes. thing where he's a bartender. Yes. In like Miami or. Yeah. And he's like high-fiving. Yes. And throwing ra- drinks ra- up in the Rabbit air. or. Yeah. The Iceman or the stupid nicknames oh, yeah, like from yeah. uh, no, that's Ray, from... Fly Into the Danger Zone with Kelly McGillis mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. she was the Amish woman in Witness. Stop me before I sub-reference again. I know. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> and the Amish are a sect of in Pennsylvania and Ohio. All right. What makes the color purple? What colors combined together make the color purple? Oh, that's such an easy one. Red and blue. You got it, girl. Right. Yay. Good job, guys. <laughs> you got them all correct. I'm impressed. Good one. Duly impressed. We have some for youngsters. Carly. Carly, you're, what are you, 20? 30. You're 30? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to see what you, you can't remember, but. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Leslie, you're probably too young also. Um. Do you know what a carbon copy is and why it's called a carbon copy? I know what I know. I know. I used carbon copies in my first job. It sounds familiar, but I'm not entirely sure. Is it sort of like when you're writing on the paper and then you write through and then it has like the yep. sheet underneath mm-hmm. and yep. mm-hmm. it gets the imprint? You do know. You oh, saw it I in a museum know. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've used them too. There you go. Okay. Is it carbon? Is that what is on yeah. the other side? But that was like make a carbon of that people Oh used my to gosh. Say. Remember the ditto machine? Yeah, mimeograph. Oh, God, it smells that great so good. smell. <laughs> it did. When they'd pass out tests at school, we'd go. It was purple, <laughs> and it was this solvent. I'm sure that was not good for our brain. Uh, I'm so. sure it was not. Uh, when's the term heavens to Murgatroyd? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I have no idea. Snagglepuss. The cartoon character? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you remember you watch Snagglepuss? Some, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you know who a Megillah Gorilla is? Yes. Okay. Um, Ricochet Rabbit? That one doesn't sound as familiar. Deputy Dog? I know Deputy Dog. No, Quick Draw McGraw? I do know Quick Draw McGraw. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm impressed. Whose I'm sidekick impressed. is Baba Louie? No idea. Quick Draw McGraw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I don't know it well enough. You know him, but, but not I his sidekick. Him. Okay. Uh, there, I, someone sent me a list of all these things. That we're so used to us old folks. All us old folks were used to it. But um, younger folks, you know. They don't need to know it. No. You know? Um, They'll have their own set of lists when they're our age. Uh, Bill Vanden and I were joking because we saw a competitor's brochure yesterday. And it was, we have the latest technology and they said we can email responses directly to our clients. Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like saying, oh, oh, really? And can you, you know, you can actually put the phone in those two little cups and transmit the signal? 
called a modem. Anyway, okay. I've been quite talky this morning. Um, let's do some quick news and let's get to the important stuff. Yes. And I just realized I don't have that great thing. What great thing? That I printed. Oh. I'll, um, I'll bring it up on the thing. All these fairy tale readers. Oh, yeah. We have it here. Oh. We do have it. Oh, good. Oh, you're going to refer to it, too, so I'm assuming so we're both going to refer to it. Okay. Just news. Um, good stuff. Um, uh, a lot of us are not for automatically building a school because uh, it's a lot of money, and uh, often we can solve things by redistricting, which uh, people are often too provincial for and closed-minded about. But uh, hats off to... Uh, County government and Harford County Public Schools and the folks in Habit of Grace because the new Habit of Grace Middle and High School is on track. And it's, have you seen uh, the progress of the construction? I have not been down there. Actually, we were talking about going down. We like to drive around in the, during the first snow mm -hmm. and we like to go, we live in Habit of Grace, so we usually go down there. <clears throat> yeah, which is amazing. And it's, uh, it's slated to open um, next school year. So the school year that starts in August of 20. Uh, so really cool. And um, a lot of people got together to do that. And much needed. Yes. Much needed. Yes, that was an old school. Yep. They had to cross the street. And yep. So, okay, we talked about Starbucks. I thought that was newsworthy. Mm-hmm. And Habit of Green and Habit of Green and Habit of Dean. Habit of Dean. Look at you combining them. Habit of Green. That's pretty uh, funny, Bob. Abelair to Grace. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new segment on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Faustus Hill. Um, uh, they're close to a water deal pact to include a construction of a lawn between the two towns uh, under which Aberdeen would buy water in bulk from neighboring Habit of Grace. Uh, see, I don't like this. Okay. Because it was an opportunity for them to be part of the county system, which would have been good savings for all of us and mm -hmm. for whatever reason that didn't work i don't know why but i feel like that was a lost opportunity for efficiencies mm -hmm. and eliminating redundancies and lowering our costs across all folks in the county but as long as it's new infrastructure so it's a good thing i guess and that's all we have to say about that you ready for a break, guys? We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Carly Rygard, Assistant Branch Manager for the Children's Services at Hartford County Public Library's Bel Air Library. Hartford County Public Library's annual winter reading program for adults and high school students is in full swing with the theme of Eat, Drink, Read, the second course. It runs through March the 2nd. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books, high school students three. Upon completion, you'll receive this year's special collector's mug while supplies last. You can sign up at hcplonline.org or visit a local library. Numerous special events will take place during this year's winter reading program. 
The highlight is An Evening with Chef and author John Shields on January 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Abington Library. He will discuss his new book, The Chesapeake Kitchen, followed by a book signing and photo op. Tickets are $25 per person and include a copy of his new cookbook and a winter reading canvas market bag. Buy your ticket at hcplonline.org. Sponsors of the 2018-2019 Winter Reading Program are Harford County Public Library Foundation, Klein ShopRite, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stover LLC, and Friends of Harford County Public Library. Visit hcplonline.org for more information. Have a small project at home that you've been putting off? Need some help but don't need a large contractor? For more than seven years, D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc. in Aberdeen has been offering residential and light commercial renovations, remodeling, and maintenance to clients in the Hartford County area. Their professional and efficient staff work on installations of windows, doors, siding, kitchen and bath remodels, and more. Customer service and satisfaction is of paramount importance in D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc.'s continued success, no matter the budget. It's time to get that project done. Call 410-272-8779. That's 410-272-8779. Let D.R. Curry, Inc. make your dream renovation become a reality. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Carly Rygard, Assistant Branch Manager for Children's Services at Hartford County Public Library's Bel Air Library, in the studio with us today. Carly currently serves as the Assistant Branch Manager for Children's Services at the Bel Air Library. She earned her Master's of Library and Information Science from Kent State University in 2016 and has over 10 years of public library experience having previously worked for Reading Public Library in Pennsylvania and Frederick County Public Libraries. Welcome, Carly, and thanks for coming out on this cold oh, day. Thank you for having me. I'm very of excited course. to be here. Um, and we, you know, and we're not just saying this because uh, you're here. The team, your team, and I, we're going to ask you to tell us how it's structured, but between Harvard Greats and Bel Air and the other areas as far as the early childhood and the children's services. We're going to ask you to um, talk to us about that structure, but it's, a, it's really amazing. I just took my daughter to the library last week. I mentioned uh, earlier that we went and we rented, a, we borrowed a violin, and that um, we ended up in the children's area at, at Bel Air. It's really, it's, it's amazing, the resources the, the, just the value to all of us. Mm -hmm. And frankly, the money it saves us and money oh we'd have to gosh, spend on remediation, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. what we do for early childhood that costs us all, not to mention what it would have cost the kids and their families mm -hmm. and their education, ongoing education. So, but tell us, you, you went to Kent State. Yes, I Are did. Are you from Ohio? No, I'm not from Ohio. I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. Where in Pennsylvania? Reading. Okay. Which, um, okay, that's not Erie. So Reading is up by Hershey Park. Yes, so I'd say it's about halfway between Harrisburg and Philadelphia. So it's like a nice in-between in terms mm -hmm. of Lancaster mm -hmm. um, and many other areas. Is it near Sellersville Theater? I'm not familiar with Sellersville. Okay. Then let's just it say it is. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say Bob is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, you uh, you went to... Um, where did you go, um, undergrad? 
Kent State also? No, undergrad, I went to a small college in northern New Jersey called Drew University. I almost went to Drew. Did you? Great, great, That's great liberal arts woods. school. Oh, it's a wonderful school. A Shakespeare school. festival. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and they have the wonderful theater right on the edge uh, we've, of campus. I've, we've been to 10 shows at that at the Drew Theater at Drew. Oh, that's wonderful. Aww. Yeah. Oh, a nice little connection. I it's know. It's fun to yeah. meet some, you know, fellow Drew people. <laughs> yeah, it's really a great school. Um, so, and, so you wanted to go into library science. So not originally. Um, Originally, my undergraduate degree is in history and French, and I was convinced for a good long time I was going to be working in museums. So not that libraries are far different, Mm -hmm. um, but libraries weren't my original choice. I just kind of, I started working in a library when I was in um, college, when I was home on break, and I just loved it so much I never left. Oh, it's such a good match. You are so amazing at what you do, Carly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you, um, when did you come to Bel Air, uh, to Hartford, HCPL? Hartford County, I moved in 2016, I believe. It's been two years, so, yep, that makes sense. Um, okay. And I started out as the librarian at the Bel Air Library. I did move to Abingdon Branch for a little while as their assistant branch manager for children's services, but now I'm back at the Bel Air Library. Okay. So tell us about children's services. Is it a division? Is it a department? Is it a what? That's a a good question. I suppose the best way to describe it is a department, but it's one that each of the libraries in Hartford County does have. Um, And so, you know, we really focus on materials for birth through up about um, middle school and high school. We do have a teen department as well who kind of works with the high school students a little more closely, but Mm -hmm. we do get those questions as well as questions from adults from time to time Mm -hmm. in the children's services areas. And you guys, like all of our children's librarians and all of the branches work together on programming and continuing education and... um, they share all information with each other. So even though they're at 11 different areas, mm-hmm. 11 different libraries, they work very closely together. That's right. We just had a meeting yesterday where we were mm-hmm. sharing our different programming ideas and talking about um, upcoming events such as summer reading and whatnot. So we're always working for mm-hmm. ways or thinking about ways to collaborate and work together. And we want to talk about all those things because, um, which we will, uh, LEAP and Streamworks and early literacy programs, which couldn't be more valuable to our kids, especially kids that may not have the resources, the exposure uh, to a, a lot of these early literacy um, uh, opportunities. And it just starts them behind and makes it even harder for them to catch up. But let's talk about the fairy tale <coughs> festival first. Oh, it's first gonna of be all, such a great day. I'm very <laughs> excited for it. Yes. HCPLonline.org. Uh, is this open to the public first of all? Is this something where it's going to be really crowded? And what, what's can we go if we want to? Absolutely. Okay. Free and open to the public. Yes. Okay. Can we um like bring um like cheering sections and noisemakers and <laughs> like when someone like if Jesse Bain reads a, reads about a villain can we say boo this <laughs> or is if we want to distract um Barry Glassman or uh General Randy Taylor 
and get them off their game. Can we I do that? I would not recommend that. We try not to interrupt our celebrity readers. Well, I, you know what? Uh, poor Susan McComas, because she is last. She's, we're closing the day down with her. It's a, she'll do awesome. And we'll go th- through uh, who, who this is, because this is going to be fun. But uh, what is, uh, tell us about, it's the third annual fairy tale and superhero festival. Now, we hate, we know Mary Hassler hates superheroes. <laughs> she hates she to has dress n- up. No interest in <laughs> fairy tales or Disney or pirates or superheroes. So, how did this slip by? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what's going on. Now, she's our probably biggest fan. <laughs> I would agree. Yes, yes. But I'm going to let you talk about it, Carly, because you have been putting so much time and effort and excitement into this. Sure. Although, I have to say, it truly is a teen effort. Uh Um, Leslie, marketing, senior staff, everybody's kind of come together, um, the Bel Air branch staff, to work on this really great event. So it will be next Friday, January 18th. That's a week from today. Um, And we're even opening the branch early at 9 o'clock so that we can get an extra hour of fun Mm -hmm. and excitement. And throughout the day, we're going to have special guest readers on the 15 and 45-minute marks. But then we're also going to have a bunch of other special activities throughout the day. We're going to have dance parties, crafts, green screen photos, um, stream challenges, so science, technology, reading, engineering, art, and math, challenges that reinforce those concepts, (coughs) much, much more. Um, How come Beth... L and Daria P are not reading? Because <laughs> we have so many celebrity readers from the community. We okay. put the call out, and, I mean, it filled up within probably a, less than a week. I'm going to start recruiting them for next year. Uh, two people that really least like the spotlight. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> so it opens at 9, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Scavenger Hunt. Yes. Uh, Superhero masks, prince and princess crowns. Is there going to be an award for prince and princess? There's not going to be an award, but we are going to have a procession at 9.30 for anybody who wishes to join. That way we can highlight everybody who's dressed up and is ready for the day. Okay. And um, I, we, should, we should need to go through these uh, the folks that are going to be reading. Not only because it's interesting, but because they're taking their time. And Absolutely. They... Um, you know, you have a lot of important people here who uh, who um, understand the importance of this and the value to the community and willing to get up there and get down on a... Sh- are they going to sit on short little chairs? We have a tree stump. We have a tree stump. Oh, uh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. It is. And they have selected their own favorite book, either from that they read to their children or grandchildren or that they read when they were a child. So it brings that personal aspect into it for all of them. Oh, do we have a, we don't, do we don't have a list of those, we do don't. we? No, we're working oh, on that. Oh, I want to read that, that next, next week. <laughs> um, oh, actually, we could do, um, is it next Friday? Yes. We should do a live, or show live, remote. I don't know that we can fit that in, but let's talk about that for next year. Because you have nothing else to plan. And there is, there's a there's, lot going there's on. There's no that moving day. parts, Leslie. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I like the idea of it. Okay, so we have J.B. Jennings, Maryland State Senator. Jeff Gaylor, Hartford County Sheriff. I want to know what his <laughs> is. Uh, Barry Glassman, 
something to do with Baba Black Sheep. Yes, yes. Or Last year it was little... anyway. The Green Sheep. Or, well, wait, was it... it was either Green Sheep or Sheep in a Jeep. Yeah, it was a cute one. Major General Randy Taylor, CECOM and APG Senior Mission Commander. Now, folks, so, uh, don't realize this gentleman runs a $27 billion corporation for mm -hmm. all intents and purposes uh -huh. uh, with 28,000 employees and that's responsible for all the communications and, and logistics that keep uh, our, our soldiers safe and keep, keep all of us safe. Um, and he is a great resource and he's just a great person to have uh, leading APG and he really gets so involved in the community. He we does. can't thank him enough. Um, uh, Susan Burdett, town of Bel Air mayor. Mark DeBerardino, I don't know who he is. Is he affiliated with anything? <laughs> HCBPL board president. We're only kidding, I was Mark. Like, what? <laughs> um, pin the tail. Oh no. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the Honorable Diane Atkins Tobin, Harford County Circuit Court Judge, newly elected. Congratulations. Yes. Yep. Your Honor. Is it your Honor? Must be your Honor. I think it is because she's the Honorable. Yes. Um, and then another honorable at 1245. Susan, Susan Hanlett, Hazlitt, District Court. And she's uh, also on our board. Oh, okay. Angela Rose, mm -hmm. uh, the president and CEO of Harford Chamber of Commerce. Dr. Sean Bolson, our new superintendent at HCPS. Jesse Bain, town of Bel Air administrator. Uh, Billy Boniface, Director of Admin for Harford County, Todd Abramowitz, who I just had a meeting with and really is a great addition. He's the new Dean for Arts and Humanities for Excellent. ACC. Excellent. I'm looking forward to having him there. He's going to do a whole program with our friend Margaret Ferguson oh, and the really? African American History Project. Fantastic. Campaign That's 42. Wonderful. He's going um, to work that into the curriculum with social sciences and arts and humanities. That is fantastic. We've had them on the show before. They're a wonderful organization. Uh, Kathy Schlega, Maryland State Delegate. Jason Galleon. Um, if you saw the Aegis today, Mr. Galleon goes to Annapolis. He's a new senator. And uh, uh, the finale is Susan McComas, Maryland State Delegate. Mm -hmm. what's, what's her book? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what she has selected. I know that Billy's is about horses. Naturally. Yep. Yep, so he's he's deciding between a couple of them. So it should be a great day. And in between all of those readers, we have the amazing activities that Carly was <coughs> talking about, the scavenger hunts, the virtual reality, the augmented reality. And the, these are ways to teach children technology in a really fun and engaging way. And it takes a lot of planning on your part, Carly, and your team's part to make that happen. It doesn't just happen. Right. So, but it's, you know, wonderful, fun planning. We've been working on this for a few months now, um, very closely with marketing to make sure we have all the materials we need. Um, but, you know, what could be better than coming up with, you know, a dance party mm -hmm. or stream challenges to kind of really bring in these wonderful fairy tale stories, um, like the three little pigs, the three billy goats gruff. So we're excited to do those with the children. Tell us what a stream challenge is. So a stream challenge is a way for us to teach a concept and then reinforce it. And so with the different challenges such as um, 
Let Me See, the Three Little Pigs Challenge, where we'll be building homes to withstand the force of the big bad wolf. Well, we're really a very large fan. The idea is that we're going to teach them, you know, what items do you need or what do you need to make um, a structure sound in terms of, you know, it's going to withstand the air, it's going to withstand any other forces that may come on it, and how do you build that? And then it's going to be a lot of fun testing those out. Mm -hmm. So you're introducing engineering and architecture and, you know, all these concepts. And and they're not really necessarily aware that you're teaching them those things. Right. And it also involves hope. (laughs) Yes. Fingers crossed. Luck. I hope the wolf never figures out that (laughs) he's going to use a weapon other than his own breath. Right. His gnarly breath. (laughs) And what does parachute play? So parachute play is exactly what it sounds like. You may have remembered um, back on the schoolyard at recess or in gym class having the giant parachute that you got to, you know, wave up and down. Oh, yeah. So we'll be doing that upstairs in the meeting room at, let's see, 11.30 a.m. Oh, okay. And that's where they put it in the air, then they tuck it in. and I loved that when I was little. I loved that. And sometimes you can put stuffed animals on top and just make them go wild. And we have a parade of princess, princesses, and superheroes. Mm-hmm. Well, how would that be? Will that be the uh, the readers? That will be our participants, those who come to join us on the morning. Okay. And the superhero obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Pin the star on Captain America's shield. Is that Mary? <laughs> no, that's um, a game put on by two of our children's librarians. Okay. Where we'll have a large Captain America shield, and as you can imagine, the kids will pin stars on it to see if they can get it in the center. Did I see a picture of Mary as Captain America or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, going to be her costume, but she's going to surprise us all on Friday morning. She has a couple selections, as you can imagine, and I'm just trying to cobble together one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she has like a whole closet. <laughs> um, and what is uh, the, the quiver augmented reality. Oh, so quiver is really neat. It is an augmented reality app that if you color an image and you hold, um, you know, your iPhone or whatever device you may have with this app up to it, it brings it to life. So instead of having a Power Ranger who's maybe just colored on the page, it brings it up into 3D. And it allows you to interact with the image in different ways by bringing in the villain, having the Power Ranger do, um, you know, some sort of karate kick. Mm -hmm. So it's really neat. Oh, I bet the kids love that. They do. We did it at Comic-Con recently, and it was such a huge hit. We thought we'd bring it back for Fairy Tale and Superhero Festival. So this is uh, the third annual Fairy Tale and Superhero Festival next Friday, January 18th, all day, starting at 9, going to 5. Um... Uh, how do folks uh, get involved? Go to the website? Mm-hmm. Yep, you can go to the website. Um, we have a Facebook event page, which you're, everybody can view. Um, aside from that, if there are any questions, they're always welcome to call the library or come on in and ask us. What number uh, should they call? Oh, I believe it's 410-638-3151. Good memory. That could have been a good trivia question for you. I'm impressed. I don't know any numbers because they're all on speed dial. (laughs) It's true. It's totally true. It's totally true. And just so, you know, if if you're out there and you're thinking about coming, um, 
We have adults and children who dress up. Um, mm -hmm. It can be just a t-shirt that says Batman. It can be dressed up as an everyday superhero, which are our firefighters, um, policemen, ambulance driver, like anyone um, that is a hero to you, come dressed up as that. Uh, Harford County Public Schools, it's a half day for them. So, um, you know, if you're looking for something to do when school lets out, that's another great opportunity um, to come by the library and we'll fill your day with some really amazing um, activities. Yes, we look forward to seeing everybody there. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Fantastic. Are you going to swing by, Bob, after I the show? I absolutely am. I yeah. have a few people that I want to show up in the audience when they're just starting. Will you come dressed as a superhero? Um, Will you try no. something? Like what? T-shirt? Get a Superman T-shirt. or okay, Only if it can be the kind that has the, the tone and definition drawn in. <laughs> I think you, if you get on Amazon today, I think it'll be here by next Friday. Well, that, well, I just mentioned it on the air, so it's already I'm getting an ad for a Superman shirt on Google. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your, your uh, mailbox will be full by the time you get done. So tell us um, about uh, this thing is amazing, and, you know, it's fun, and it's great, and it's so it, for everybody, for the participants, for the for the community leaders that get involved, for the kids, uh, etc. But this must be a hell of a lot of work. It is, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And, it's you good know, work. It's, it's good and mm -hmm. it's fun. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. I, it it's is. not a burden. No, not it, at it's all. It's not a burden project. It's exciting. It's fun. Every day we add new things to it. We brainstorm mm -hmm. um, and go, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? And Carly and her team really have taken the lead on it and done such a great job. So it's going to be a good day. And, and let's talk about the Children's Department, the Bel Air Library Children's Department, which was redone um, two years ago and change. Uh, if, folks, if you haven't been there, do it. That's um, kind of how this got started. It got yeah. started, this fairy tale and superhero festival was in um, celebration of the new children's section oh, okay. opening. So um, that's kind of how it got started. And, and fairy tales should not be disregarded. They're very important right. learning tools for children, um, and they teach morals and they teach thinking, and, you know, you can yeah. probably speak better to that. But um, And they're timeless, yes. you know, whether you enjoyed them many, many years ago as a child or you're sharing them now with mm -hmm. your own children. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves fairy tales and mm -hmm. folk tales. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, in many ways, they were the main source of socialization and, mm -hmm. and teaching wisdom uh, to kids uh, to ingrain it. Um, crying wolf. You don't cry Absolutely. wolf because eventually right. they're going to stop listening. And they've worked for hundreds of years. Like, I they mean, have. they just are still with us. So that's a short line of something that's successful. Um, although, making a pact with someone who wants your child to steal your child if you can't, if you can't weave gold out of oh. your hair, <laughs> that's, that's like really never advisable. It is never advisable, no. Uh, nor running away and hoping that you can find your way back with breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. breadcrumbs that 
the billion birds in the forest <laughs> love to eat. But I think a bigger picture with that <laughs> one is it teaches you to be resourceful and to never give up and to keep trying and to do what's right for you. So, but yes. <laughs> and come on, Little Red Riding Hood, a little lateral thinking here. Does your grandmother, would she ever have fangs? She didn't have fangs yesterday. Now she has fangs. Things happen overnight. I think you could have limited the number of 20 questions there. (laughs) Um, Early Literacy Center. Um, We always talk about this. The the, the power and impact of this is, I know the studies that um, have been done as far as what early literacy uh, engagement for kids, the, the difference in their vocabulary by the time they get to age six versus kids who aren't and what that means. Not only keeping uh, knowledge over the summer and not letting it stagnate, but tell us about the Early Literacy Center at the Bel Air Library Children's Department. Sure. So the Early Literacy Center, um, as you mentioned earlier, was renovated back in 2016. And what's really nice about it is it reflects a Hartford County heritage. So you're going to find things like the Ma and Pa Railroad. You're going to find a nice little general store and a blacksmith and livery, um, plus a garden for babies and a pond area for toddlers. But what's really nice about each of these areas is that they really... um, provide opportunities for families to talk, sing, read, write, and play. You know, they're working together, whether they're making food or selling food at the grocery store, or they're, you know, reading a book on the train and then, you know, making train noises and talking about where they're traveling to together. It's really a wonderful spot for families to engage and interact. And what's a nature maker tree? So the Nature Maker tree, you can't miss it when you mm-hmm. walk into the children's department. Um, it's this big, beautiful tree that you can walk through. Um, a fun fact, we do have a little scavenger hunt that we keep at the children's desk um, where kids can kind of find different things hidden throughout the tree, whether it's the raccoon, the owl, um, some of the mushrooms that are growing on the tree, and even some initials. So it's a lot of fun, um, a very interactive piece for families, and just, you know, something that creates that sensation of wow Mm -hmm. when people visit their library. Streamworks. Oh, Streamworks is perhaps my favorite place in the library. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an area for preschool up through middle school where we work on different activities that teach them science, technology, reading, engineering, art, and math concepts. So, you know, some days maybe we'll do 3D printing where we teach them how to design their own 3D file and then we print it on the 3D printer. Other days we'll do sewing where we teach them how to, you know, take a project from start to finish. Um, we do coding as well and have a bunch of rotating different activities. Um, one of, I think, our customers' favorite things up in Streamworks, though, is the iClick Beam. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you mentioned earlier that you had a chance to stop uh-huh. by and get a good workout when you were playing with it. But it's um, this projection and motion um, sensor. Oh, by the way, it wasn't meant to be a workout. <laughs> somehow I made it into a workout. It is. Um, it's really funny because... You know, even the librarians enjoy getting on there every Mm -hmm. once in a while Mm -hmm. and, you know, stomping on the mice who are popping up out of the uh, slice of Swiss cheese. Um, But it's a really cool projection system where it projects, you know, a xylophone on the floor that kids can run over to make music or maybe a ball pit where they can, you know, kick the different bouncy balls that are lying around. And it's just a huge draw for, you know, people who are looking for something a little more active and interactive 
but in an indoor space because, you know, winter, bad weather, um, you can't always be outside. I tried that xylophone. I tried to do a um, C major seventh diminished minor chord, <laughs> and I pulled the groin muscle. <laughs> the kids were like, get out of here. <laughs> hey, mister, get off our little league field. I know. <laughs> Cramping my style. And the special collections, and this this amazes me, the, the Leap Science Kit, the Little Leapers, Leap Music. Tell us about that. This is, like, unbelievable. I mean, talk about, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. These kits are yeah. worth a million words. Uh, tell us about them. So one thing I think that's really interesting about Harford County is that we kind of at the forefront of lending out such wonder mater wonderful materials. Our learning and sharing collection, which features like toys, puzzles, puppets, story time pals, we've been lending those since the 1970s. So we have a really great, um, you know, history of lending these unique items. Um, in addition to the LSC, we do have, or I should say the learning and sharing collection, mm -hmm. we do have, you know, leap science kits, which include robots and um, kits about birds so you can learn more about them and all sorts of different things. Plus we have our music collection so you can check out musical instruments to learn how to play the ukulele, the guitar, the violin, um, and board games too. And we just recently launched a juvenile board game collection which is specifically for children about ages two to five to help them learn their concepts, colors, numbers, shapes through games mm -hmm. so it's really wonderful it is and everyone should swing by the library before the snow hits because these are all things that you can do mm -hmm. with your family while you're kind of snowbound you know yeah. if it turns into an <clears throat> event and we have a lot of um, families who do that they come and check out board games for the weekend and it's just a great way to engage with your children right and if they want to get into the spirit of the fairy tale and superhero festival we do have superhero kits where they can check out a superhero doll whether it be iron man captain america mm -hmm. wonder woman they can read a story and then they can write about their adventures together so that's really neat too that is neat that is one of my favorites a thousand books before kindergarten reading program mm -hmm. wow so one thousand books before kindergarten is a program of course for you know children ages birth through five and the idea is that we want to help them develop their uh, their vocabulary and develop a love of reading before they enter kindergarten. So to do that, we've created this great little program where they can, you know, keep track of 1,000 books that they read. When they reach the 100 book milestone, they can come into the library to get a sticker and get their photo taken. Um, and then we do have different 1,000 book celebrations throughout the year. We have just about one a month. Mm -hmm. um, I know that we have two coming up. Um, one in the Bel Air Library on February 13th, and then one at the Edgewood Library on March 20th. And it's a big celebration for anybody who's currently participating in the program, and even those who aren't but are interested in learning more. Mm -hmm. And we do a story time, a craft project, and we take a bunch of green screen photos. And it's just a fun and fabulous time for mm -hmm. all. And it's amazing when I see the photos on Facebook, like tiny little kids holding, I'm at my 300th book. Mm -hmm. Like that's a parent who's really engaging, reading right. in their child's lives. So, And what it also does for uh, not just parents, other caregivers uh -huh. who may not have the resources, uh -huh. may not have the experience um, in helping these kids along their road uh, mm -hmm. to, to literacy and reading, etc. So... 
Um, I know West Virginia, we were talking about, had a great mm -hmm. program training just parents and caregivers because mm -hmm. it's not second nature, and especially Absolutely. if you're working two jobs. Yep. And you come home, you're trying to feed the family and take care of the house. You know, it's not going to be your first instinct, or you may not have the time to sit down and read with the kids. You may not even know that kid. you need yeah. to. It may not bubble to the surface. So right. this mm -hmm. is, is huge. Those two um, celebrations is February 13th at Bel Air Library at 2 p.m. and Edgewood Library March 20th at 11.30 a.m. And folks can go to hcplonline.org. Mm -hmm. And we have um, upcoming programs of note. Children's programs at the Bel Air Library. Acts of Kindness Week. Uh, January 22nd to the 27th during library hours. And uh, the kids are creating art for an art exchange, exchange with children in Narva, Estonia, which yeah. is our sister city. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. Bel Air's sister city. Now, will they be doing projects there and exchanging with us, too? Yes, yeah, so what we're going to be doing is coloring pictures about our favorite things related to winter. And then we're going to scan them and send them to each other. And then after the exchange, we're going to be having an art exhibit so we can show, you know, what was sent to us alongside what was created by our own little oh, artists. Oh, what a fun project. And Zoe and Sassafras. Zoe and Sassafras, it's a wonderful book series um, about a young girl who provides um, veterinary services to mythical creatures. And my coworker Bethany will be doing a My First Book Club on January 29th at 4.30 p.m. for grades K to 5 um, to talk about the book. And they always, you know, share the book, they talk um, about it, and then they do a craft activity that couples with it. I love the Young Book Club. Mm -hmm. It's idea. wonderful. It really is. It it puts in place such good habits. It does fun habits. And uh, how long has mini golf been being been played at the library? It depends on who you ask. I think we've only been doing at doing it at the Bel Air Library for about a year, but I know our other branches, mm -hmm. especially Aberdeen, they've been doing it for many years. Yeah. yeah. So we're building that into our Let's Play Games Day on February 7th, which is going to be all day at the library. Um, and we're going to have mini golf and other life-size games and just games in general available for everyone to play. Unbelievable. And the uh, story time every day at the Bel Air Library at 10, 15 a.m. Mm -hmm. Including Saturday. Wow. And I'm telling you, when we open the doors at 10 o'clock, there are people waiting, and they come in, and they see the beautiful tree. The children know right where to go. And this happens in all 11 branches. It I does. mean, it is um, just so important to our to our community. Well, we have Carly Rygard here, Assistant Branch Manager for Children's Services at Bel Air Library, and talking about um, the children's services programs at HCPL, and just unbelievable. Um, all the work that goes on and what the fruit of it is. Uh, next Friday is one of the highlights of the year, the Fairy Tale Festival. Um, I'm going to be there to hear, to um, kibitz some of my, <laughs> some of my good friends. You may friends. not heckle our celebrity readers. HCPLonline.org. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Carly, uh, thank you for coming on, and thank your whole team. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, and tell Steph we said hi. Will do. And um, 
we have to talk, we're going to ask Leslie about the other million great things going at the library, and then in honor of Steph, we're going to do some Carly. what Carly's rap names would be. So oh yeah, reading. Steph had some good ones oh, last year. No so idea. so while Bob's doing that, I'm going to talk about a couple amazing events we have coming up at the library. Um, tonight actually at our Joppa Library from five to eight p.m. is really one of our most popular events. It's Teen After Hours. And this night, we open the library just for teens. Um, you know, we close the library to the public at 5 o'clock. So from 5 to 8, it's all about teens. They can play games, listen to music, and just kind of have a place that's all to themselves. Um, registration is required, so you can um, go on to hcplonline.org and um, click on our Joppa library and get yourself registered for that. It's really fun. It's really fun. Um, and then on January 13th, which is Sunday, and my sister's birthday, incidentally. Oh, happy birthday um, I will tell her. Um, the Aberdeen Library, all day long, library hours, actually through January 19th, is a snowman drop-in craft. Um, and this is just really a fun kind of passive event where you can come anytime that works with your schedule and um, make your own snowman craft. We'll have the materials out. You can come in and make it. Um, with your children, grandchildren, um, nieces, nephews. It's really also a fun event. Um, and then on January 15th, um, to go in line with our winter reading program, which is in the full works right now through Saturday, March 2nd, we have a Meet the Author program. And John Dedakis, a former senior copy editor for CNN, has written a really good mystery series, the Lark Chadwick series. And he is a super engaging speaker. Um, and he's going to be introducing his audience to Lark. Um, and copy, he's going to bring copies of his book, and they'll be available for sale and signing. And this is at the Habit of Grace Library, January 15th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Again, free and open to the public. Um, and we're really excited to have him. And then also with our winter reading uh, food theme this year, Eat, Drink, and Read, the second course, we have a wonderful program January 16th at our Whiteford Library from 6.30 to 8 p.m. And it's called A Taste of Maryland. Um, so you can come and learn all about Maryland's most iconic food traditions um, and businesses such as Maryland Beaten Biscuits, Crab Cakes, Coddy's, McCormick Spices, and Old Bay, as well as some lesser-known fare including white potato pie, which I don't even know what that no. is, Jewish apple cake, I do know what that is, I think Bob knows, mm -hmm. and this is all presented by a wonderful food historian called Joyce White, and you'll have an opportunity to taste assortment of this uh, food afterwards. Um, and again, it is supported by uh, the North Hartford Friends of Hartford County Public Library. And, you know, every week I try and shout out to our friends groups because we could not do what we do without their support and their endless fundraising um, and just their volunteer hours that they put into this. So we have something for everybody. Me Unbelievable. Too. So talk to me, Bob, about white potato pie. Um, I don't know what it is. Okay. We're gonna but it to sounds it good. It does. I like potatoes. <laughs> in any potatoes form. and pie. It's like, <laughs> you know. What's not to love? Caramel cake. <laughs> no, that's going to stink. <laughs> Throw some cheese in there and I'm in. <laughs> um, okay, well, we have some rap names for Carly. All right. All right. Bring them on. Uh, Jammy Carly Juice. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, CR Curves. Oh. 
I don't think she likes that one, Bob. <laughs> uh, Carly Serene Flame. Where do they come up with these? <laughs> Carly R. Glide. That's a good one for I'll you. I'll take that one. That's a good one Wild for you. Wild Carly Beat Swag. <laughs> Steph would make you take that one. She would. <laughs> Richie Carly C. Carly R. Jammy Chill. Carly R. Jammy That's Chill. That's a good one for you, too. Jiggy CR. <laughs> Should I make sure that staff refer to me as yes, my, yes. As my rap name we'll get you a new on. name tag. <laughs> I think this is the one, Carly C. Jewel. Carly That's C. a good Jewel. one. Those are all and, good. Uh, and Car Car dot Lee. Car dot Lee. Like Sounds pops. like Bitly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, special Carly C. Love Smack. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, okay, so it's time to Jiggy Carly C. We're gonna. Get a, a, a desk. Um, Jiggy yep. Carly C. Okay. Yep. And while we're doing, while we have thirty seconds, we're going to do a Leslie one. Aww, oh, yeah. we haven't done mine in a while. I need a new one. You want the G or the S? Do the G. I'm feeling my roots today. Not that you know the S isn't my roots, but did you write it down? I did write it down. Leslie with the dollar sign. Hey, <laughs> Leslie L. Funk Soul. Oh, that's a good <laughs> that's one. That's a good one. And lastly, Dirty Leslie, a.k.a. Lady Tender. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I think oh, we have gosh. a winner there. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. We'll have to put that in our uh, sheet next week, Bob. All righty. I think we're, we're quite done. <laughs> So I think that's all the time we have today, folks. And thank you for tuning into the Hartford Edge today. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week.